Thanks, Aaron. Troy, how are we doing today? I'm doing fantastic, man. That's good to hear. Good to hear. I was I was worried for you when I saw you were coming in the room after Gerard. <laughs> no telling what you might find in this chair, man. You know, he's been known to play some <laughs> some uh, some hijinks, right? No doubt. No doubt. Troy, I got um I got a question for you that that isn't necessarily related to to what you're preparing for, but I hope you work with me a little bit here. Um, because it's on Brady and just he's about to pass a hundred thousand passing yards yeah. in his career. 13,000 of those have come in the playoffs. And when we think about that, Troy, like I'm wondering, like when you like someone have a chance to break that record, like the 13,000 that come in the playoffs, does that almost make that like, how does that make that record almost untouchable? You know, if, if you feel that way, you know, I mean, uh, records are made to be broken. I think that's one that's going to take a very, 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 very long time. And a very, very, very special person to be able to reach that, you know, that milestone uh, in a long time from now. I mean, it, it's just a remarkable, remarkable feat by, you know, by him, you know, and if, if anybody was going to do it, it was going to be him uh, just because he's always had the determination to do, you know, things that people said he couldn't do or whatever it is. So it's just. You know, it's it's pretty amazing. So I, I didn't realize those numbers were he were coming up on those numbers, but you know, it's pretty remarkable. And I think it just says a lot about him, you know, as a football player and and you know the type of passion and the type of uh you know uh, leadership and everything else that he brings to the game, you know, that he sets his mind to it and he goes out and he and he tries to achieve it. One one quick follow-up, Trey. Um, you as a teammate of his. What did you observe from him when it came time for the postseason that maybe stood out to you? Uh, I was just saying, I mean, he's just uh, he's the ultimate competitor. Uh, no matter what the situations were, when we were in a lot of those games back then, it's just, uh, you know, his determination to go out and win the game, regardless of what it could be, whether it be down 28-3 or off you up. He just had to always finish the game the right way, <laughs> you know, and whatever that took to finish the game and, and come out victorious, you know, that's what he urged and pushed his teams to do. Thank you, Troy. Yeah. Okay, we'll go to uh, Chris Ryan, followed by Nick O'Malley. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Troy, how are you? I'm great, man. How are you? Awesome. I uh, wanted to start by asking about Jacoby Myers, who obviously has shown continued growth. And he you know, talked about kind of being a sponge and wanting to learn as much as possible. And I'm interested in what that's like for you as a co from a coach's perspective to have a player like him who you may you know, see as kind of a raw talent and you're trying to mold and shape. And how fun is that for you to have him be as willing to listen? And what do you see your impact being? Uh, you know, I, I I don't know what my impact is. I just know I'm I'm Jacoby Myers' his coach and one of his coaches. And, you know, it's all, everything is up to him. You know, whatever he wants to learn, whatever he wants to do, whatever he wants to be. You know, it comes down to him getting it done, you know, and him, you know, being a sponge like he, he's not a very talkative guy, a very uh, outspoken guy or whatever it is. But he, he does. He, he's very intelligent. He soaks up information and he, and he uses it and applies it to his game, you know, and to watch him over the past four years grow to where he is. You know, I, I would never take credit for that or anything else that he's accomplished in his career. You know, hard working young man. Uh, he puts in the time, he puts in the work, and everything he gets, he earns. 
want to ask you about Bill as well in passing George Hallis, 325 victories. He mentioned you in his his speech, and uh, Matthew Slater was talking about him yesterday and one of his strengths being his ability to adapt and to meet players where they were during different time periods and mentioned, you know, that he coached the Brewski and your team a little bit differently than he coaches this team. So mention what you've seen in terms of, of changes from bill and how he goes about connecting with players. Yeah. He's got to change with the times. Uh, I think we've seen it in the past where a lot of coaches have gotten stuck in their times and, and, and weren't able to change. And I think he's been able to, do that over the what almost what 48 years now that he's been in this business. So he's been able to adapt and change to everything that's going on around him. And and obviously you can't coach these guys the way he coached us, you know, different personalities, different time, different era. You know, uh for me, I've got kids the same age as the players on this team. So I can tell you, you got to be able to adapt and change. You know, I can't raise my kids the way my mother raised me. <laughs> you know, it's just a different time and a different He's having they have a different outlook on things. So and I think Bill's done a great job of adapting, adapting to that. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, we'll go to uh, Nick O'Malley, five by Kyrie Thompson. Go ahead, Nick. Hey Troy. Uh Gerard was talking about his experiences seeing uh Matthew Slater, who now the second most uh, games played as a Patriot coming in in his rookie season. Um, your last year was 2007. Did you run into him at all when um Slater was coming in as a rookie in 08? Say that again now. Uh, did you um, were you around Matthew Slater when he was coming in as a rookie in 08 or um, were you still around the team then? Because I know your last uh, games came in uh, 07. Yeah, I, I wasn't around as much, but our paths did cross, you know, and I, I would I peek in and pump. Uh, I would peek into the weight room every once in a while and check him out and, you know, and came across him a few times. So. Uh, so, yeah, our paths did cross a little bit uh, early in his career. You know, and he was inquisitive then, and he's still inquisitive now. But, you know, he's just uh, – he's more of a leader now than he was back then. Like, he was, you know, just soaking up a bunch of stuff then himself as a young player. So, uh, you know, but he's been, always been a very impressive young man from the time that I met him until until now. You know, and he, he's experienced a lot of growth over the years, uh, not just as a football player, but as a person and a family man as well. So he's, uh, he's a guy that everybody respects in the room. Uh not as not as a football player only, but as a football player and a family man as well too. So a lot of people can, uh, you know, learn a lot from Matthew if you just kind of latch on to him and you follow him around and you know just you know try to do things that he does and 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 listen to what you know all the all the words of wisdom that he preaches, not just what you guys hear on the camera, you know, after the game, which are pretty darn inspirational if you listen to him. Uh, you know, he's just as inspirational off the camera as he is on it. So on the roster, Matt's, uh, he is listed as a receiver. And uh, as a receiver's coach, what would you say the chances are this season that uh, Slate gets into a game at receiver and catches his second career NFL pass? Anything's possible, man. Anything's possible. So he has gone out and caught some big balls, big passes in, the, in back in the day. Now, I got a few clips that I still show to the guys every once in a while of Slater getting it down on the deep ball. Thanks, Troy. Yeah. And I uh, will go to Kyrie Thompson. Go ahead, Kyrie. Hey, Coach. Uh, one thing Jacoby Myers said after the game was that um, you know there's a lot of focus on Mac Jones, but um, you know that everybody around him could be better. You know, including the receivers, he could run routes better and, and, and such. And that's not kind of all on on you know Mac. 
I was just wondering where you think the, the room for improvement that he's referencing, like where, where do you think the room for improvement could come? And what, if you don't mind saying, what did you see on the play where there was the pick six that got called back? I mean, uh, heard a couple of people say there was a miscommunication. Just kind of wondering from your perspective what you think like uh, each guy saw on that play that led to that. Ah, exactly that. Just miscommunication, you know. I mean, nothing more, nothing more to it than that, you know. When you think a guy's doing this and he and he doesn't do that, and you know, and then those are the kind of problems that we try to avoid. Is that you know situations like that that basically lead to the other team scoring six points, you know, not uh, you know just giving the football away like that and that easily, you know. So, uh, and as far as you know, what what can he, what more can uh, other guys do on the football team to, to help? Is the is to just keep chasing that goal of playing the perfect game, you know. So and they keep doing that, you know. They keep reaching for bigger and higher goals every single week. So because you're never going to play a perfect game, but that's what that's what the goal is for for most of the guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank All right, you. guys.